0: it's funny because our our intros are always so professional like you know i well, tease Adam. I,
1: mean, I was so i made a pretty amateur sounding radio show intro and uh-huh. nobody liked it. it sounded too retro so I don't, now I we don't, have I that. now we have a shiny trap intro and then us mm-hmm. and, right that that's the thing right that's the
0: funny part is that <laughs> like because you do you do a really good job man your 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 beats are fucking good And then, so you're like, oh man, this is pro. Like, yeah, And then we're like, like, what was in that Danish? (laughs) What was in that Danish? Like, then we get on and it's just fucking amateur hour. Yeah. You'd think after, what, two, three years? You'd think by now we'd have this shit down.
1: This may come as a surprise to you guys. Uh, I am not going to have the uh, highlight reel ready by uh, February 5th. I know you were... I'm shocked. <laughs> I
0: am shooketh, as they say. Let's shooketh. see, February
2: 5th, that's a Sunday, what the... No, it's not. What are you playing in the
0: No, it's, no not. it's not.
1: No, it's not. Kevin Bacon wasn't in Footloose.
0: Nope. 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 Yep. February so- 14th is our three-year, anyway, so... Yeah, I don't know where the fuck you're coming up with Feb 5th there, bud. Uh,
1: well, I won't have it ready by then either. No, I'm I didn't ready. figure. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't figure
0: that extra fucking 10 days was going to make a big fucking deal. But, well, you know, I just, I got to troll Doug and correct you at the same time. So, you know, it's like a double, double whammy.
1: Good. Right? It's a Doug bull. It's a Doug bull. The wrong Doug
0: So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Good. All right. You guys oh, have a yeah. good one. Yeah, Sam. I've
0: been yeah. listening to a uh, another podcast, which, you know, I recommend y'all go listen to instead of us. because You fucking you're, cheater. You're really wasting your time. <laughs> hey, man, listen. All right? I have needs. I gave you my <laughs> best years, Dan. I've, I have needs, and you've gotten older, Doug. You're not the same. You're not what you used to be. Um, uh-huh. It's called uh-huh. something shiny. Yeah. And... uh Getting it's, some strange... It's getting some strange cast on the side. <laughs> Look at the size of the cast on that bitch. Uh, it's it's two psychiatrists who both have ADHD and the podcast is, of course, about ADHD. I actually emailed them because when I first started listening to it, I think I was hitting up... maybe been hitting up all you guys, but I hit you guys out and was like, hey... Um, and I was like, eh, yeah, it's okay, because I told you about it and then I hadn't even had a chance to listen to it, but checked it out. And at first it, I was like, God, these people just fucking ramble. And I was like, Oh, Oh shit. Oh no.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: So yeah, I, I, I was, that was kind of funny, but uh, as you get in, you can tell that they're kind of, you know, it's the same thing. You, you start this shit and we don't, I mean, they have a topic, like they're going to talk about ADHD and ADHD things. And we talk about ADHD a lot cause we all have it, but,
1: um, I don't have
0: it. No, no. You're, you're as fucking neurotypical as they come. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't got shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've, anyone who's met you for more than 10 fucking seconds, either thinks that you're special or figure out that you have ADHD. So I am special. That's why mm-hmm. they don't see me coming. That's how I, that's how I, uh, that's how I, Describe Doug's
1: Doug, I don't want to
0: see you coming. <laughs> Special or otherwise. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you
0: think was in that Danish? So. <laughs>
2: Surprise! Guess Speaking what of was of in danishes. your Twinkie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Doug!
1: Speaking of uh, Danishes and heavy breathing, uh, I'm currently trying to lose the uh, extra. Uh, you know, hundred or so pounds that I have on my uh, chassis right now. You carry it well. You do. I, I would you. have never noticed. So I Thank
0: think you. the tarps that you started wearing instead of t-shirts um, definitely made a big de- uh, difference. So, I hate you so much. yeah, the canvas was my
1: favorite. Um, the I like what like what you did with that. The wingsuit fat guy shirt where the sleeves <laughs> are like sewed to the waist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm yep. rooting for you. I am doing the same thing. I got about 30 pounds to lose on my tiny little chassis, too. Um, so it's it's fucking hard, man. It's, yeah. I saw something yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to go research it because unlike a lot of people, when I hear or see something on the internet, I don't just immediately believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fuck me. Um, um, Captain hmm? Supplement? Hmm. Oh, no, I research all my supplements before I start taking them. Oh, yes. Right. Oh, yes. No, I, I, I do a lot of digging. There's been a lot of them that people are like, hey, you should try this. And then I get to read and I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Um, so fuck you, buddy. Now. That that's out no, of my... now. He
1: lost his train of thought. Not I that he had one. I did because of ADHD. God damn it!
0: I was going to send you to my Amway store, Doug. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of supplements, have you tried? Um, we got our fluoride like filters.
1: You just go to BullshirtPodcast.com You <laughs> get all your supplements. We got Alpha Brain. We got Al- fluoride Al-Brain. filters. You know you don't want your pineal gland to be fucking calcified with a liberal fucking Nazi cunt. All right.
0: <laughs> alpha brain is one of them that's bullshit by the way um
1: most of on are that kind one. of
0: bullshit most yes they are because most of them don't pass the blood brain barrier um i won't get into that but uh yeah a lot of the stuff it's like yes well this is your body makes this yes it does well then you can supplement with it sure you can well it'll do you good no it won't because it can't get past the blood brain barrier meaning it never gets to the brain and just you, just shit it out. Um,
1: it's like trying to take a testosterone pill. Right there, you go. That's probably good. won't work. It's not going to do what you needed to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What
0: well, I was going to say about the the thing that I did not get to to stu- uh, check out. There's this guy on like a TED Talk type thing, and he was claiming that it was like a hundred years ago, people ate. I think it was like a pound or a pound or, or pound or a pound and a half. We'll say a pound of sugar a year. And now humans are consuming like a half a pound of sugar a day. Or something along this line. Ah, That's a new one. <laughs> so my numbers may be off, but they're not off by much, but I, I've, I fully believe that. Right. Um, Adam, you've, you've had the neuropathy issues now for a couple a year. of years. Okay. About a year. And sugar yeah. is known. Well, sugar has been studied uh, as Potentially causing neuropathy because it fucks with the sheath, and I cannot pronounce the The myelin myelin, sheath. Myelin, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It agitates that and inflames it, and then you just start having pain all over your body, almost like um, uh, what's the one where you feel like you're on fire? Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. (laughs) Yeah. I figured all this would be fresh in your head, right? Yeah, sure is. (laughs) Studying all this (laughs) shit lately. So, you know, Adam was telling us that he's lost a bunch of weight and he's eating well and everything. And he and I were talking a little bit today about, you know, he said, what do you, what do you think the chances of, uh, this neuropathy I've been having being diet related? And I was like, dude, absolutely. It could be right. And, you know, he'll tell you that he's gotten, he's gotten nowhere with it. These doctors are fucking clueless. Yeah.
1: Yeah thought maybe you're just crazy you know. <laughs> that was my uh, my final diagnosis before i stopped seeing that guy <laughs> he's like see, people are like oh think you're he's imagining. kidding
0: it. right see people are like he's kidding and then we're like oh shit he's not it's like nope yeah nope adam was like hey want to hear a fucking story like, yeah there's
1: a f- fairly rare thing called a uh, convergence syndrome where uh some some heavy mental trauma can cause like uh nerve issues throughout your body just because okay. your brain is just fucking up on firing and stuff okay and he's I like oh, yeah could it be that and i was like well no because i haven't experienced any trauma not to that level right I mean, yeah i mean not you know not yeah. i think we all experience some trauma in enough. our lives but yeah i mean
0: nothing it's yeah. like that seems like it would have to be pretty bad or your brain was just looking for a reason to have a fucking meltdown so yeah.
1: and i was like no i don't think that that was it and he's like oh have you tried gabapentin have you tried Gab- have, have you tried, you tried drugs gabapentin? yeah <laughs> if we just give you this thing that makes your nerves not work they won't hurt anymore
0: <laughs> have you have you tried fucking x i, mean, <laughs> I know a guy behind a 711 that could really hook you up so now adam is going to see a do these days so yeah
1: do he made he he made me sad but uh <laughs> needed to so it's good he told you you were fat, didn't he? He told me uh, I was morbidly obese and that uh, I need to exercise and <laughs> not eat shit all the time. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, but that's right. what he said. <laughs>
0: so I started. I started seeing DOs. I think the first one was in Charlotte, and I actually did. I had zero understanding of the difference between an MD a DO um, nurse practitioner, all that stuff. Right. I, I I had no idea. Um, my insurance paid for a guy. He was close. I called, they could get me in. I was like, okay, cool. I know. I take that back. It was Florida when I lived in Florida and I go down to see him. He's a younger guy. We're sitting there talking. And he pretty much was the same way. You know, he's like, how much caffeine, you know, I I don't sleep well. (laughs) Yeah. How much caffeine do you drink? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What's the, what's the LD50? (laughs) I'm like (laughs) LD49. So, um, yeah, he's like, you know, you're, you're overweight. Um, the best, my favorite part of that whole visit was, uh, he kept stopping and looking at me. And finally he says, how long you been using the nose spray? And I'm like, what what do you, uh, how did you know I use nose spray? And he said, well, it's either that or you have a horrible cocaine addiction. <laughs> and I was like, what? Because <laughs> I had been, I didn't even realize I was doing it because I had been using uh, like Afrin, I think it was, for so long that I was just sitting there going, <sniffs> 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 like every oh my God. few seconds. And I didn't even notice it. Um, I've always had sinus issues and I found that the Afrin worked. And he said, man, if it were up to me and a lot of other doctors, that stuff would be illegal. He said it. it fucks your sinuses all up because it has like a rebound effect. So once you start using it, if you don't use it, it actually gets worse. Your sinuses get worse. Right. So he gave me something. I can't remember. It was uh, uh similar to that stuff that we've talked about before, the, the nose spray that we've, I know, I think all three of us have used it. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I can see the bottle, but I'm drawing a blank. Flonase. Yeah. It's more of a steroid or, or more of yeah. like an anti-inflammatory. And he's like, use this for a couple of days and then, you know, slowly wean off this stuff. But yeah, he was very blunt about my diet uh, and all this stuff. And then I found out more about DOs. I was talking to somebody about it and they're like, well, yeah, that's what a DO they don't, they're not big pill pushers, you know, and they're very systemic. They get to the, they want to get to the root of the problem and The woman made a joke. She said, you know, they might figure out that stubbing your toe is causing your ear aches because of some nerve that runs, you know? Yeah,
1: there's a a thing called referred neuropathy, which is such a pain in the dick. Because, like, you could hurt, like, your hand. Mm -hmm. And then, like, your jaw could start hurting (laughs) because your brain brain just fucks up. And it's like, no, this hurts because... (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking weird. It it actually happens. Uh, there there's issues with like tooth pain too, which I figured mm-hmm. out recently. Um, I went to the doctor and I told him his tooth was hurting, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he took like, this liquid nitrogen thing and like, uh, you know, super cold piece of metal and put it against the tooth I said it was hurting. And I didn't feel anything. And then he put it against the tooth next to it. And I was like, ah, ah. He's like, "Eh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was like, yeah, that was the one I said was hurting, right? And he was like, no. So, yeah, nerves are fucking weird, man. They lie all the time.
0: Yeah, the nervous system. I learned a lot about it after my hernia surgery and all the pain I started having and um, all the, you know, yeah, neuropathy. And just learning, I finally broke down and I went to a pain management clinic, um, which I really didn't want to do because in my Not my experience, but in the stories I have heard, people that have gone to pain management clinics, they're just like drug factories. They just give you a bunch of pain pills and shit. And I was like, fuck. That's the last thing I need is to wind up, you know, sucking dick for weed or whatever.
2: (laughs) Or pills, yeah. Um, I think that was big during the, what is it, Oxycontin era when when all of that shit was being pushed.
0: Yes. That was,
2: and then... The pain management people have seriously dialed back on that shit since then.
0: Yes, they have. Uh, The guy that I went to was really cool. Um, And I I was explaining the pains that I was having because they were like shooting up my back and into my shoulder and all this. (laughs) All this stuff. (laughs) He was... He was showing me how the nerves run and he's like, well, yeah, it hurts because it's pissing this nerve off. And yeah, it's this nerve that goes up your back and into your spine and fucking goes and does whatever it does, you know? And uh, I was like, look, man, like, I don't want to be strung out on oxy, <laughs> you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, dude, you're, you're nowhere near needing shit like that. I was like, oh, well. It Hurley, hurts. Yeah, I, like,
1: I know. Don't put me and on He's oxy. like,
0: <laughs> yeah, right? So he's like, no, 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 man. We'll do some lidocaine patches. I was like, some what? Lidocaine patches. I was like, hold the fucking f- two. Fuck <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is a lidocaine patch? I mean, it's a patch with lidocaine on it. I'm like, man, that's some bullshit. He's like, yeah. He said, you put it on. Said the lidocaine sinks down into your skin and into the nerve and calms the nerve. I said, mm, I don't know about this. He says, yeah. He said the longer, the longer you you let a nerve, the longer you let nerve pain go, the harder it is to ever fix it because the nerve will eventually get to the point where it's been pissed off for so long that it just never lets up after that. Um, and he said, you can, he says, yeah, you can reset a nerve. He said, like you do a computer. And he said, you, you calm it down. And once you've calmed it down, he said, because there may be nothing wrong with that nerve. He said, but there may have been before the surgery, during the surgery, he said, and then it healed, but the nerve stays pissed off and just hurts. Right. I said, the longer you wait, the worse it is. I was like, fuck okay and i think about friends that i've had and, and even some pains i have but friends that i have that oh you know whatever it's been like this for years i'm like fuck dude you know you're, you're kind of screwed now but yeah we did um he's like try these patches he said honestly he said insurance is really funny with them he's like but uh if they give you any trouble just go to the store and buy uh asper cream makes them i was like what he's like yeah i was like so this whole time this last few months that i've been in gross like nauseating (laughs) gagging semi-suicidal fucking pain i could have just went to the store and bought some fucking patches and he's like yeah (laughs) so my insurance company i had to i had to call the pharmacy they were really cool and they worked helped me work it out and i got the they're like five percent lidocaine and the ones at the store four percent i don't know how much that really matters they both work But yeah, I slap these fucking patches on and all of a sudden everything calms down into my groin and my leg and son of a bitch, you know. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you have fucking chronic nerve pain in certain spots, go to go to fucking the grocery store and go back in their analgesics and find uh, find the lidocaine patches and give them a shot. You might be shocked. He's like, yeah, he said, if that doesn't work, then we'll do the the lidocaine right into the nerves that we
1: think are. uh, He said, If that doesn't work, then we'll do oxy. Right, yeah. He's like, But if you don't
0: if that's not it, then uh I know the seven eleven you can go to and back behind there there's some oxygen. <laughs> so, my my I, I ran my fascination was seven eleven. I ran to seven eleven real quick. We were getting ready to do this. So I said, Guys, I really I'm dying for a diet coke. Do I have time? They're like, Yeah, go for it. The seven 11s around here in, in the Denver area are like these magnets for fucking weirdos once the sun goes down. It's it's really kind of bizarre. It doesn't matter where the 7-Eleven is. Yeah, Some of them are worse It's like others. the
1: weirdos in town all at the same time they all want a Diet Coke
0: Right and then they run there you know before they have other things to do. It's it's really bizarre. I assure you the, the dudes that I ran into to go grab my Diet Coke were not there for Diet Coke
2: yeah.
0: Exactly
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're amusing Doug with those and the, <laughs> The laughter well, we took, of a Doug amuses me. So.
1: We took the time that it took you to get the Diet Coke and loaded in all the sound effects oh, that good. we wanted. Yeah. No, that's good.
2: That's good. Come on. That's give good. me my favorite one. Give me my favorite one.
1: Dear <laughs> <You're coming. laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna clip, clip that. Right? And use that. As a I was, sound was just getting ready to say, right? If you're gonna, <laughs> if
0: you're gonna do a sound effect, I think that's the one. <laughs> Registered sex uh, Anything going on with sex offenders these days? I haven't heard much. I mean, I'm sure they're out there doing their thing. Pedo's gonna pedo, but I haven't heard much in the news about that.
1: Pedos do pedo. Uh, they do. They do. I, just, I haven't you know.
0: really. It's been kind of a been kind of a quiet. Be kind of quiet with the pet is there was the uh the fbi agent that got arrested took like a quarter million dollars for some bullshit and yeah uh, some foreign agency crap were yeah he
2: basically wound up pocketing a quarter of a million dollars in the transaction
1: and retiring shortly thereafter yeah. i'm like yeah, why the guy that wired it to him his name was raymond reddington i believe no okay no i'm sorry
0: uh, no, we were we. <laughs> we were trying to have a little bit of validity here, man. You know. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say it. No, you're
1: not. <laughs> I do hear a lot about pedophiles these days, but they're all like online, uh, like influencer type people, YouTubers and stuff.
0: You know, actually, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I have heard a few things about that recently. Um, guy that uh, I know, his. I think his niece and nephew use his Microsoft, his Xbox account to play, was it Roblox? Oh, Roblox and is so
1: much fun, dude. But it gives me shit for it. Cause I'm the <laughs> only one on there. That's not six years old.
0: Well, you know, and then you hear stories like dude was telling me where he said, I'll see him jump on and he can like watch messages and he can even jump in and listen. I, I guess it's like some of these like parental things, you know, <laughs> and he's had, he, he's, he's had to go in and like shut down, uh, conversations between his like niece and nephew and, and people because they start getting fucking weird. He's like, yep. Nope. Click
1: <laughs> wow. can, like, so block Ro- and stuff. Roblox has a voice chat, but you have to like toggle it on under like mm-hmm. parental controls. So,
0: yeah, I think that's what he was saying.
1: Yeah. And most of the servers that have it are like, you're, you're supposed to be a certain age to get on those. It's not 18, but it's like 13 uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. It's still yeah. fucking weird. I, I don't think kids games should have voice chat for that reason. I would agree with you. I think, though, with all
0: of the options nowadays, uh, I mean, from I mean, discord, yeah. they're going to talk every, to you
1: somehow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If they want to get a hold of you. And I think that it's um, it, it's it's a shame. And I don't think that like banning games or not letting your kids play games or whatever is the answer per se. Right. Because. There's there's dangers out there, and I think you got to teach your kids how to deal with it. Like you know, for for Doug and I, it was like stranger danger. <laughs> um, don't talk to strangers and shit like that. And then you know, the internet comes along, and what do you do? You go out there and find it's all kinds of strangers. To
1: talk with strangers. It's yeah. to talk to
2: strangers on the other.
0: You know, <laughs> don't get into a car with strangers. And then the internet's invented, and we they start a company that you literally ask a stranger to come pick you up and take you somewhere. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of bizarre, but there's, you know, and there's tracking features and shit with that. It's, it's totally different. Um, but the, uh, the out, then there's, uh, uh, God, not a pedophile, but the dude, uh, from Rick and Morty.
2: Yeah. I think Justin Roiland. Yeah. Domestic violence charges against him that he's managed magically been able to keep
1: under wraps for like two. that's what surprises me man that that shit's usually so public
2: oh yeah as soon as i mean because you got to think arrest records and all of that stuff are public so the minute Mm -hmm, somebody gets charged i mean usually like the tmz fuckers and everybody Mm -hmm. they're all over that shit
0: yeah, it just Those depends on. Those
1: adult swim on... lawyers are fucking. They're right. <laughs> is that what it is? They're just yeah, fucking adult swim.
0: At... Yeah, it is interesting, but it could it could have been you know part of something that was sealed otherwise or, I, fuck, I don't know. It, it you know it, it is interesting though, um, and my thought is always when when something is successful as Rick and Morty, right? I mean, that has become a juggernaut. I'm not a fan myself. It's not. I don't know. I just didn't find it as amusing as as everyone else did, which then you get told, you just don't understand it. You're not smart enough. Um, Oh, is that your go-to nerd
2: voice?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, Neil Goldman. Did you not know that? Somebody with headgear.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. Big fucking braces going around the back of his face.
0: Actually, I don't like 3D women because they don't understand me the way my 2D women do. Um... Yeah, I don't uh, – With as much money as that makes. Typically, man, Hollywood and, and, and whoever will hide that shit as best they can. But it seemed like uh, seemed like they were real quick to pull the the trigger on that. Like, get, nope, nope, nothing to do with him now. So you, you got to assume they, like, pulled him in a room and were like, well, you know, and he put his bloody knuckles up on the fucking desk. Like, no, no, listen, hold on, listen. <laughs> um, hear me out, hear me out, hear, hear me out. And they're like, where's that blood from? Uh so it just sounds like sounds like he must have told him, Well yeah, I might have. You know. Um, well,
2: it's fucked up now because it's like uh he's <laughs> off I'm of sorry. the whole Rick and Morty thing. And uh not only that, everything he's got attached to Hulu. Oh um, yeah, yeah. That's all that his own his game company that he founded <laughs> i jeez. mean the whole nine yards he mm-hmm. he's stepped away from everything so
1: i want to see know. the court transcript because i really hope he was talking like morty when he was <laughs> pleading his case with the judge
2: oh jeez, i didn't mean to
1: do <laughs> oh, that geez, oh, geez. Rick, now we're in real trouble <laughs> <laughs> We're going to big people jail morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, makes you wonder. Um but you know they're smart to walk away from that shit because they can still make money from it, right? On the back end, oh, yeah. they can still get their payments, they can still get their contractual shit. Um well, I mean, know- effectively for the shows. Uh, you know, especially
2: the way Rick and Morty does, they can they you know, they hard turn it any moment in time. Um, you know, they they maintain you know some canon and whatnot, but the very nature of the whole thing, they could turn around and oh, spin they can, it.
0: Yeah, they at, can change their voices without. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without with some penalty. ignorant, right? And, with some ignorant fucking plot line. They're,
1: No, they're gonna do some super hyper meta millennial shit where they're like, "Didn't you know our voice actor got fired, Morty? That's why we sound different." <laughs> yeah, I mean, your voice probably, actor got fucking fired. You're probably they could right. Do that, or
2: they could roll it into the plot, or but here, the interesting thing about it is. The hardcore Rick and Morty fans, it's going to kind of be a reboot for the show. So initially, as long as they can pull it off right, they may actually get a ratings bump from it.
0: I actually, I feel like most of the people who are hardcore Rick and Morty fans probably don't care about a little bit of, you know, domestic violence. Yeah. Dan dropping truth bombs up in here. (laughs) (laughs) I said it. I mean, I'm not saying that they're all, you know, t-shirt wearing, neck beard, quaffing, mom's basement living fucking turds. But a lot of them are. (laughs) (laughs) Weenie in the butt. Dingo and the baby. (laughs) there's a family guy episode for everything
1: that's because there's a simpsons episode for everything
0: (sighs) (laughs) touche have you guys seen either one of you have paramount plus nope okay i was going to ask you if you'd seen the uh either the COVID specials the south park COVID specials or uh the streaming wars the streaming wars is my new favorite
1: just, I call it some of the COVID special live. Yeah. But, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, it was pretty funny.
0: Yeah. I. It's It's just fun to watch them go 20 some odd years later, uh, still be irreverent. And, you know, I, and I think at this point, both of them have so much money and they've made so much money and continue to make so much money that they just walk into work like neener, neener, throwing fucking fingers in every
1: direction. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> fuck you. What are you going to do? You know, fire me, bro? Are you going to fire me? I mean, yeah, at this point, it.
0: they could start their own they could start southpark.com and stream from there for 2.99 a month and people yeah. would go, you know what I mean? And that's that's the thing about oh man, and and, and again, you, you really need to see the the streaming wars cuz they they just go to fucking town and there's a little bit in there that really again, I think was more poignant than it was meant to be, but about you, the content creators are the ones that are making the fucking money. I mean, they're the, they're the reason that you, you watch a show, right? You don't yeah. watch it. You, you don't watch it. Cause it's HBO max. They're like, Oh my God, I love HBO max. I'm going to go watch their shows. <laughs> yep, It's <laughs> the know. content. Right. And I think when certain content gets big enough, that they they obvi- they absolutely do run the show. Because again, I mean, even like Rick and Morty, the, if something happened and it got taken off the air, they could start their own streaming. Um, it was, you know, one of the things that I always thought was weird was when these YouTubers, the ones that have got like millions of viewers, something will happen to their account, right? And they, they lose their account or whatever and they freak out and they're like, oh my God, I'm going to go broke and... You know, et cetera, et cetera. And I always wondered, well, why not just start, if, if YouTube bans you, why not just start your own streaming? I mean, yeah, there's bandwidth involved and shit like that that you'd have to pay for, right? it goes to other websites. Yeah, it's but just But you don't a, think they would if, if, there was, if the content creator went somewhere else?
1: No, I, I wouldn't go to a, a whole different website to watch one show. Like, I wouldn't download a streaming app. If all I had on it was one show.
0: But people do that constantly now with Netflix and Hulu and Paramount Plus. Yeah, but Plus Netflix has and... more than one show on it. Exactly. Uh... They do, but then why do people have five and six of them? What do you mean? Right? There's usually like, because most people have like Hulu and Paramount Plus and Disney Plus and
1: Netflix. Right, right. You know what I mean? But there's, a, there's enough people buying Netflix for multiple reasons. hmm that so like if if I'm a content creator and I'm on Netflix, mm-hmm. I'm getting money from people that don't necessarily want to watch my show. Sure, right. They downloaded it for something else and then they might catch my show on there.
0: Right. It's you're <clears> subsidized <throat>
1: basically if, by if it. Netflix only had one show, it would fail.
0: Well, sure. Right. At there- at fourteen ninety nine a month, but if you really liked a content creator, I mean because people do like Patreon well, and stuff I like mean, that, right?
2: Let's look at this logically. Um, and Dan I see exactly where you're coming from
1: mm-hmm.
2: um but at the same time, uh we can go back to Alex Jones. Alex mm-hmm. Jones is not on any major platform whatsoever yeah. yeah, anymore period full stop yeah. and the amount of money that he is it's like it didn't you know completely take him out when everybody deplatformed him. Mm -hmm. But his earning power has gone down significantly because he doesn't have as big of an exposure, not being on YouTube and what have you, because, you know, somebody... The case of the YouTube rabbit hole where somebody got on there to watch a funny video about a cat and then wound up uh, watching him rant and rave about gay frogs, he doesn't get... That, uh, you know, that's more or exposure. less the, the, the exposure sort of like, uh, you know, if you have a restaurant and you decide to put it in a strip mall next to a Walmart, you're right. going to get a few more people in the right. door than if you were out on your own in your own location.
0: So it's sort of like that. It, it's almost like marketing in so, to, to some degree that, you know, when you're out on. Cause I feel like Alex Jones or Joe Rogan or Howard Stern or any of these guys could start their own, you know, website for 99 cents a month or a buck 99 a month and still pay their bills. You know? Like, yeah. They just wouldn't have as much earning power. Uh, it's, but you know, they would still be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at like, uh, look, look at all the, the different companies that, I mean, even Trump, uh, was it, did he was did he start Truth Social or Yeah, it that was yeah. that was
2: him. He provided some financial backing to yeah. get that whole shit off the ground and that's why he's reluctant to step back into Twitter or Facebook or whatever else because <laughs> oh, sure. he, right. he, he wants to pull the eyes that are drawn to him mm-hmm. right into the platform that he paid for. And speaking right. of which like uh, meta has decided that he's allowed back on now. And uh, mm-hmm. that's, they're hurting for interesting. People. Right. Um, uh, they're hurting for eyes. And also it's, you know, for Trump, that was one of his uh, back ends, you know, uh, finance things as far as, you know, another source of income, mm-hmm. especially when it came to campaign related stuff. It was really easy to lay shit out there on Facebook. And, then you know, it's automatically in all of his followers, feeds and the whole nine yards. So it was another vehicle for him to get money. And I fully expect him to do that crap again except I don't think a whole lot of content from him outside of that will exist on other platforms.
0: You know, you guys have heard me say and argue when, because it's funny when I hear these conservatives that just scream and kick that, you know, Trump got kicked off Twitter or Facebook and all these other people, and they're like, you know, First Amendment, First Amendment, First Amendment, So, well, folks, you know, one, the First Amendment doesn't protect you like that. Again, when people throw First Amendment out, I want to throw the Constitution tied to a brick at them. Um, But these are private companies. These these are not this isn't a capital. This isn't a state house. This isn't a government entity. It's a private company. They have a right to ban anyone for any reason. They could just wake up in a bad fucking mood. Now, that said, right, and I am a, because I think, like, when conservatives, when when they run around and they talk about, you know, freedom of speech and freedom and less government and all that, well, that is exactly what these platforms are doing. They're exercising (laughs) their fucking right to run their business however they want, right? So I do support that, Um, but at the same time, I support, I mean, fuck it, let them on, let them talk shit. You know, it's it's just let them go. If people well, want to believe them, fuck it. <laughs> you're not going to stop people <laughs> from believing them because you silence them, right? If anything, you're going to create a goddamned neo martyr. So yeah, the the dangerous thing
2: about it uh, for me is the algorithms. I think if you're going to have someone like that on a platform. I mean, obviously, it's in your financial interest if you can draw and hold eyes Eyes, so they watch more ads. But the problem uh, with that type of content is it does tend to hold eyeballs for longer. Mm -hmm. Sure. Drama,
0: chaos, fear,
2: anger. Right. So the algorithm amplifies it. And Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be some fine tuning of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying. No, I get it where if I'm not you know there you guys, I know both of you have seen the the Netflix documentary that I cannot remember the name of now, uh, that it was about social media and they these folks that came on, you know, basically said, yes, and there have been studies done. there have been universities and studies done where they can show how the algorithm goes from, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at giraffes and by the end of it, I'm a an anti neo fascist, <laughs> you know, and and yeah. it, to Doug's point and what Doug is saying is that it's just like the, the local news, you know, people are like, man, why is the news so depressing human beings for tens, hundreds of thousands of years, human beings have been wired to look out for threats and fear and things that could hurt them. Right. Now think about this. We, you know, we're, we're like animals. I mean, we are animals in that point in that sense. We, we look out for things that could, could hurt us. So what does the news do? It just pumps things out all day long that could hurt us. And there's this mm-hmm. little, there's this little fucking lima bean in our brain that's still, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of years old and goes, "Yee, scary. And, and I- we get stuck watching it. I you know? tell you one thing, and
2: you know, and th- this is when I say this, I'm not crapping on the
0: on ladies. I'm just not. Uh, but that's a know, different podcast altogether.
2: Yeah, and th- this one ain't it.
0: So no, no, you'd have to. We'll you can we, you hit us up. We'll let you know when when we air that one. <laughs> DougCrapsOnLadies.com dot uh, <laughs> com.
2: But you know, women. You know, just biologically, they're more tuned to look for threats. Sure. Uh, you know, Absolutely. guys more risk, women, uh, you know, more uh, reserved, mm-hmm. uh, cautious. I mean, if you want to argue with me, I, I, I'll, I'll pull out my insurance rates and I'll let a lady <laughs> pull out hers. <laughs> and uh, we'll, you know, see who pays more. And I guarantee you it's not mm-hmm.
0: her. Yeah, but, it's, it's sexist until they until they tell me that my uh, my insurance rates went up when I got divorced because men are, you know, more likely to do dumb shit after a divorce. So, you know. Exactly.
1: And, right.
2: You, you
0: know, and you have these stories
2: that are on the local news, and I think that plays into, I mean, granted, yes, uh, you know, there's a lot of shitty people out there and there's a lot of shitty men out there. Uh, and you know, Hey, more power to you, watch out for yourself. But, you know, if you watch the news as a lady and watch all the stuff that they're pumping at you, it's going to put them in more of a hyper fear state Mm -hmm. to try to hold their eyes. What's going to get me next? And it Mm -hmm. And it has the effect of them looking for danger around every fucking corner and mm-hmm. everything out there is a threat, period, full stop.
0: And on the flip side, men who are typically more aggressive, what does the news do to them? Typically makes them angry, makes them aggressive. You know, fuck
1: that guy, <sighs> fuck
0: these people. Right, exactly. No, I'm, I'm a I'm a huge believer in... The, the genetics, millions of again, millions of years of genetics. At no point, anyone who knows me knows that at no point do I believe that men and women are not equal because they are. Um, dare I say, sometimes I think women are absolutely smarter than men. Um, or like like Doug said, they're they're a little more a little more risk averse, or, or uh, you know, like you see the memes and the the videos of this is why women live longer. Um, <laughs> but I do believe that biologically there are things like what Doug's saying that men and women we 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 input information differently. Some of that may be culturally, you know, or culture, um, just the way that you were brought up. But I do believe a lot of it is just hardwired. You know, I think women are going to look for risk more because traditionally they would bear children and they would be responsible for protecting those children if the men are out hunting, killing, fucking whatever it is that they're doing. So the news wants to keep that part of your brain triggered as much as humanly possible. And social media does the same fucking thing. YouTube does the same fucking thing. And if you've never seen that, that documentary, um, it's absolutely phenomenal. And you know what my favorite part was of that documentary was there were bits and pieces in there that they left in where they would ask these guys questions and gals questions. And they were literally shook, like would not answer. Um, A few of them were like, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not comfortable answering that because they understand how powerful these social networks have become as far as money, influence, and power. You know, um, I think it was the social dilemma. Yes, I think it was. Yeah. The social dilemma was on Netflix. You know, if you can find it anywhere for a few bucks, I highly recommend watching it to understand how. Social media is actually working now. Do I think it was started to do that? No. Um, there was a uh, DARPA, which they do all kinds of neat shit, had created a um, program, I guess, for lack of a better term, called Life Logger, and you can look this up. Jesus, and you can uh, you can look that up. Um, Life Logger was basically we'll call it like a system, an algorithm, whatever that you would do the, just that it would log your life. And they were going to use it to admittedly to find trends and to see patterns in people's behavior, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the ACLU came in and we're like, yeah, no, <laughs> not going to happen. Right. Cause DARPA is government funded. So ACLU comes in and says, no, no way this, it, we will fight this tooth and nail. So what's interesting is that life logger, fades into obscurity. And a few months later, Facebook becomes public and popular, right? And there are a lot of people, and I've watched some really neat conspiracy videos that show where the money came from for Facebook and still comes from in some instances. Do I think that the U.S. government has their hooks in Facebook or Meta? I absolutely do. Yeah. Um, do I think it's you know dark corridors conspiracies and candles and all that no but come on man if the u.s government comes to your offices one day and goes hey not only are we going to give you a jillion dollars but we're gonna you know look the other way when you do stupid shit and you know maybe toss a bone your way every now and again you're not going to say no to that
1: nobody in that
0: position is going to say no i have integrity (laughs)
1: Take wait, me. who wait, who would be having the conversation here?
0: Who would be having the conversation?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, basically, the men in black and anybody from a big social media company.
1: Yeah, last person that said no to them got a convertible ride through Dealey Plaza. <laughs> yeah. Very,
0: very well done, Adam. I know where that came from. Was it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was it a...
0: JFK was the last person to say no to us, the CIA.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I believe that I believe that anybody, um, my joke nowadays, well, my, I shouldn't say it's a joke cause it's kind of dark, but fuck you I have ADHD and a dark sense of humor. Um, is it nowadays, you know, people are like, Oh, someone's going to come forth and they're going to say stuff and you, you can't keep a conspiracy, you know, that big under wraps. Yeah, you can. And I'll tell you how, is that either one, you wind up with a bullet in your head, or nowadays you just wind up with a dead 12-year-old boy prostitute in your trunk. Because they don't even have to fucking kill you anymore. They can just destroy your fucking reputation and your family. Well, that or
2: just make you out to be a kook pariah. Absolutely. Because, you know, uh, that's one of the things that they do is... Oh man, this guy believes this crap. Can right. you believe this? Ha ha ha! And, <laughs> right, and that kind of shit happens.
0: Mm-hmm. What if I, I was one of my favorite quotes was just because you're crazy doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Um, he was, like, hey, was nuts, <laughs> yeah, and the feds, the CIA was actually out to get him. would not that drive and, you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> right, if you were going around telling people that yes, the the government is is actually fucking with me. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. That probably would make you a little fucking loopy. Um, I believe well, in a lot of conspiracies. time uh,
2: f- from the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um,
2: I'm, I'm going to reveal to you something that you may or may not have known. Probably in the, probably not category.
0: You have a third and testicle? No. Fuck.
2: Um, I met, uh, I can remember, meeting my mother's mother once. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went on a trip for whatever else, and um, she was probably late 70s at the time, I want to say, just Mm -hmm. from her physical appearance. I mean, I didn't ask to see her fucking driver's license or anything.
0: (laughs) She was 26, but worked night shift.
2: Right. But... Um, I understand where my mom, uh, became so, uh, because she's always been hardworking, do for herself. Uh, you know, it's, she's a very, very independent woman. And when I met my, or met my grand or my grandmother, I understood why, because the first thing that she started talking about was how the government was pushing poisonous gas through her pipes to try to kill her and when they weren't doing that, they waited until she went to sleep and were using lasers on her vagina so they would ruin her. So... You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you're right Doug I I did not know that (laughs) so she was you know I'm just a schmuck but she seemed full on schizophrenic now if you were raised up around that kind of person albeit it probably wasn't as bad you know prior back in time but that would explain why mom has always been really hard working and had to do for herself because God knows she couldn't depend on her mother
0: And, and, and that can go both ways, like with alcoholics or anything else. And it's, they call them, they call the children of people like that resilience, meaning that they were resilient to the upbringing that they had and wound up being somewhat normal anyway. So, I mean, I've met your mom. She's not normal at all. And I love her to death. Um, Oh yeah. But But she's resilient as shit. She really is. So I love, I do. I love her to death. Um, It's, uh. Yes. And that's the thing is that there are people out there and you guys know me well enough that I, I'm like a devil's advocate. Like I can see things from both sides. And because of that, and and being that way for a long, long time, it's hard for me to hear a conspiracy theory and just immediately go, Oh, shut the fuck up. Right. But then there are some that I hear like the poison gas and, and vagina lasers and things that I'm like, okay, because To me, it it always comes back to money and what money and power. So it's like, well, where where does the money and power come from in in that scenario?
2: If you're like that and you're a billionaire, they just call you eccentric. Well,
0: <laughs> there's that too <laughs> right yeah there is that that's that's true if you've got money yeah. if you if you're poor you're nuts if you're a billionaire you're eccentric and that's just because people still see and that just goes back to what i it kind of proves what i said people want money so bad that they'll tolerate a fucking nutty asshole if he's got money and they think they can get some if a Kanye person is poor, west right uh, rest, <laughs> right yeah because he's he's fucking cuckoo for cocoa puffs I think you know, everyone's starting to get sick of it though.
1: Like they put up with it for a long time, but now yeah. it's like, yeah. Goddamn, well, now he bro, doesn't like, have as much money. Yeah, well, that's he true got too. Got dropped from Skechers, which is well. Skechers I think just you... making your shoes, bro. Like <laughs> they're not designer. I'm sorry to tell you.
0: When you, uh, yeah, because it's not just about money. It's like fame, and you can be able to say, "Oh, I hung out with you know I hung out with Kanye West." And nowadays, you say that, and people are like. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. and then, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just go uh I'm, a, I'm, I'm
1: just going to take. I'm hung out with Kanye. I'm late. Yeah, <laughs> I got to go. Uh, so <laughs> So what do you think was going on in Germany in the 40s since you hung out with Kanye West? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't think the Holocaust was faked. Um I don't think the moon landing was faked.
1: But, you know, at the same
0: time, if they came out and said that it was and they had some sort of dead ass proof, you know, I'd be like, all right. I mean, at the same time. What
1: difference does it make if the moon landing was fake? That's my thing. Yeah,
0: because at the time you could also argue and and this when people talk about being faked, this is probably the only theory that makes sense to me is that it was faked because at the time we wanted to show some kind of superiority uh, towards like Russia, Russia. And in right. these other countries and say, ha ha, we're on, you know, we're on the moon. Um, and then allow me to illuminate you. Do like the moon illuminate me. Let it's me a mega structure.
2: That. All right. So, all right. Take yourself back to JFK. <laughs> before, it's
1: before a mind blowing moment.
2: Yeah. Well, before he got shot in the head.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All
2: right. Around this same time, they're showing videos to kids uh, about how they can hide under their desk and Mm -hmm. uh, that will save them in the event Mm -hmm. of a nuclear disaster Mm -hmm. when the building (laughs) falls down on them. Right. You've got the Cold War in full swing, you've got the Bay of Pigs, you've got the constant threat of nuclear war. Mm -hmm. When he kicked this off, it wasn't to actually do anything terribly interesting in space. It was to prove to them that no matter where they were on the planet, right, th- that we could <laughs> send a missile. Now, it's like, not only can we hit you motherfuckers if we wanted to, but, you know, hey, we could put shit on the moon if right. we fucking feel like it. Right. That's and what that's, the whole thing was about. And then that's why after we got out there and then after we had done so many missions, I think Apollo went up to like, uh, what's 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I, I don't think it broke the twenties as far Mm-mm, as the no. number of times that we were sending people out there. And then more or less after all of the people that we wanted to prove ourselves to saw what we were capable of right. and sort of chilled the fuck out, then all the money for those programs just sort of mysteriously dried
0: up. Well, that's, you know, people say, well, if we went to the moon, how come we've never been back? Why? You know, because like what was, Doug said, we proved that we could get there.
1: Um, yeah, and there are... The point in just going over and over?
0: Yeah, and there's, there's treaties and shit um, regarding uh, not putting any like missiles and shit on the moon right that no yeah. no country is allowed to do it um yeah, so even if it wrote was up fake, that like
1: no country can own any place beyond like the earth
0: right and at some point i think that'll change too maybe not in our life oh it will yeah, yeah i think that'll change too but yeah i mean so even if they did fake it fuck it you know they did it maybe it was a I big old think... fake out maybe kennedy was a fucking genius <laughs> like okay 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 dig well, this he, de- <laughs> he definitely had the most always... swagger Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean... Well, I, but- I would encourage you to watch Neil deGrasse Tyson's musings on the subject to where, yeah, if if you want to get really far down to it, you could conceivably fake it, but right. we didn't have the technology to, at the time, it would have been actually easier for us... To just go. <laughs> to just go than it would nah, be nah. to fake it.
0: That's what the uh, lizard people want you to think.
1: I think the idea of us filming like a fake moon landing and videotaping it and then just mailing it to Russia is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, look, look what we did. Right?
0: Like, nah, man, seriously. No cap. We did it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Prove otherwise. Motherfuckers yeah, just know. laughing and slapping the desk.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly.
1: No, we seriously did
0: we really <laughs> went <to> the <laughs> I, so like i said i don't care there's there are so other so many other conspiracy theories that um i mean we don't have enough time here to get into to like the roswell and shit prior to that and i think both of you guys um watched unacknowledged on uh, amazon prime and that doctor whose name i can't remember off the top of my head but, dude, the way he talks and carries himself and the information and the and – because uh, you can go to his website and, like, all of the documents that he refers to and talks about are on that website. So, I mean, you can go do your own damn research. But I'm very skeptical of things, but I'm very open-minded too. Like, I'm if you just come and say, hey, Dan, aliens exist, I'll be like, "Um, okay. Like, I'm not completely uh, – you know, I don't reject that because it's a big fucking solar system. um. But, you know, if they're able to get here, I don't feel like we're much of a threat to them, just based on my limited knowledge of astrophysics. Um <laughs>
1: We'll shoot them out of the sky. Right.
0: And we'll nuke them like space is a big (laughs) nuclear ball of fucking craziness. And they got here in, in like light years. Like,
1: yeah, we'll just nuke them from orbit, even though they're (laughs) in orbit.
0: (laughs) Right. I don't feel like (laughs) we're a big threat to them, but uh, you you listen to, to him and he starts putting pieces together. And by the end of it, my brain went all right <laughs> all right so he makes a he makes enough of a of a point or an argument or whatever you want to call it that um by the end of that documentary i am I, i've always been pretty well convinced that aliens exist but roswell and that kind of stuff i, I do believe that something happened there well beyond human like uh, interaction interference whatever
1: yeah it was what? a weather balloon that was unmanned.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, it went from a weather balloon to a weather balloon to fuck off. And then, you know, two months later, we had a United States Air Force that we never had before. Um, so, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting shit. That's another one I recommend. But here's the thing about all these conspiracies, right? I'll never be a conspiracy nut. And here's why. Because at, at at my heart of hearts, I'm a fucking nihilist. And at the end of the day, I don't care aliens exist how does that keep me fed and keep my rent paid well well well, it doesn't then i don't care yeah that's the universal ufo theory that i've been quoting for a long time (laughs) like i don't care i'm not saying that they don't exist i'm not saying they do exist at the end of the day i don't care and if they do i will not be shocked i won't be like oh my god what am i gonna do i'm like fuck are they cool yeah
2: they have. until those motherfuckers send you a check
1: that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just yeah. don't fucking care. I don't think I can cash this. <laughs> <laughs> bleep
0: bloop. Bleep bloop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's our time. We appreciate all three of you for listening.